This proposal is being marketed by those on the left as simply a proposal that will take back the ground that overturning Roe so violently took away in Michigan. This is an absolute load of garbage or perhaps a steaming pile of dog crap on freshly fallen snow. Welcome to the Godly Troublemaker Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Parker. The Godly Troublemaker exists to shine the light of Christ in the eyes of the idols of our day. Let's go get into some trouble. Introduction. These are the exact words that are proposed to be enshrined into the Michigan State Constitution. Article 1, Section 28, Right to Reproductive Freedom. 1. Every individual has a fundamental right to reproductive freedom, which entails the right to make and effectuate decisions about all matters relating to pregnancy, including, but not limited to, prenatal care, childbirth, postpartum care, contraception, sterilization, abortion care, miscarriage management, and infertility care. An individual's right to reproductive freedom shall not be denied, burdened, nor infringed upon unless justified by a compelling state interest achieved by the least restrictive means. Notwithstanding the above, the state may regulate the provision of abortion care after fetal viability, provided that in no circumstance shall the state prohibit an abortion that, in the professional judgment of an attending healthcare professional, is medically indicated to protect the life or physical or mental health of the pregnant individual. Two, the state shall not discriminate in the protection or enforcement of this fundamental right. Three, the state shall not penalize, prosecute, or otherwise take adverse action against an individual based on their actual, potential, perceived, or alleged pregnancy outcomes, including, but not limited to, miscarriage, stillbirth, or abortion, nor shall the state penalize, prosecute, or otherwise take adverse action against someone for aiding or assisting a pregnant individual in exercising their right to reproductive freedom with their voluntary consent. Four, for the purposes of this section, a state interest is compelling only if it is for the limited purpose of protecting the health of an individual seeking care, consistent with accepted clinical standards of practice and evidence-based medicine, and does not infringe on that individual's autonomous decision-making. Fetal viability means the point in pregnancy when in the professional judgment of an attending healthcare professional, and based on the particular facts of the case, there is a significant likelihood of the fetus's sustained survival outside of the uterus without the application of extraordinary medical measures. Five, 
This section shall be self-executing. Any provision of this section held invalid shall be severable from the remaining portions of this section. Provisions of existing constitution altered or abrogated by the proposal if adopted. Let's think this through. This is now the second episode dealing with Prop 3 in Michigan. This proposal is being marketed by those on the left as simply a proposal that will take back the ground that overturning Roe so violently took away in Michigan. This is an absolute load of garbage or perhaps a steaming pile of dog crap on freshly fallen snow. First of all, it's a flat-out lie. Second, Roe didn't overturn any existing state laws. However, it allows states to craft their own based on the will of voters in those states. Enter Prop 3. This is a proposal that has been crafted straight out of the pit of hell and seeks to make Michigan the most radical state in our union regarding abortion. The fact that it's being marketed as a bill that simply allows for baby murder in cases of incest and rape tells you everything that you need to know, and it's a demonstrable lie. I would remind you the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, and that the devil is a deceiver. In the first episode on Prop 3, my focus was on just letting people know what was in the proposal, which many people are now becoming increasingly aware of. That is, that the proposal would allow abortion up until the time of birth. Again, if you think it will stop there, you're an idiot. And I would think that at this point in time, it's got to be tiring saying, that will never happen, and then watching it happen. Not only does it allow for abortion up to the time of birth and also removes any and all responsibility regarding the woman having the abortion and the one providing the abortion. Remember Kermit Gosnell and his House of Horrors? This proposal would make it impossible to prosecute men like that. Now, when California began supporting the homeless, what happened? Well, now there are more homeless people in California than there are in the rest of our country. If we support men like Kermit Gosnell in our state, what should we expect to see more of? Well, that's right, men like Kermit Gosnell. Many are also aware that this proposal also includes sterilization. So for every little girl that thinks they are a boy, or for every little boy that thinks they are a girl, they can be effectively sterilized by an attending healthcare professional, which is never defined, but it's okay because they have a state license. This proposal is absolutely disgusting and kicks the door wide open for every species of demonic pedophile rapist and groomer to make their home in Michigan. But that will never happen. Okay, shut up and put on your mask. If you don't know the horrors and trauma of having your home defiled by any of those things, I promise you will if this proposal passes. And if it does, at that point, your cry for justice will mean absolutely nothing. However, my focus in that episode was on something that no one is talking about because they are so focused on the radical nature of the above-mentioned things. That is, that the state reserves the right to infringe upon your right to childbirth if they have a compelling interest to do so. Again, they're looking to enshrine those words in the Michigan State Constitution for those who are saying 
that would never happen. I'm telling you, it's currently happening. I have been warning against the idolatry of secularism and its consequences for the entirety of my time in ministry, and that flower is about ready to bloom in Michigan, and pretending like it isn't so won't change anything. If this proposal passes, it will fundamentally change our state forever and is basically challenging God to judge us. I dare you. Roe was an absolute piece of garbage decision that should have never affected the states the way that it did, and a 50-year war ensued to get the thing overturned based on emanations and penumbras. So, let's just think this through. There is nothing in the Constitution that is even remotely close to allowing a woman the right to kill her kid. In fact, just the opposite. However, because the Supreme Court saw phantasms in the Constitution, we got legalized baby murder. There is nothing remotely close to what is being proposed to be placed in the Michigan State Constitution. Given that, do you think that things are likely to get better or violently worse for Michigan if this thing passes? If our country was forever changed and 65 million-ish babies were murdered based on phantasms, what do you think will happen when we allow the state to sterilize our children, murder our babies, and determine whether or not we can have children, if there is a compelling state interest, of course? Those on the left will cry, fearmonger, and most evangelicals in our state will just cry because I'm making them uncomfortable, and they need to then run and go get their therapy hamster. However, these are the words that they crafted to be placed in the Michigan Constitution. If they're afraid to have you read them out loud directly, that should terrify you. Also, I would add that no Democrat has come out in opposition to this proposal that I know of. This also should terrify you and tell you everything that you need to know. By God's grace, this proposal will be defeated. If it is not, I promise Michigan will never be the same, and I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a massive exodus from our state because no one wants to raise their children in a liberal hellhole known as the Valley of Slaughter or be put in prison because they don't want their son's dick cut off or their daughters molested by the state groomers. But then I repeat myself. However, if this proposal is defeated... We should take a brief moment to celebrate with shouts of joy and fatty meats and ale and then go on offense because I guarantee you this proposal is the first battle of a much larger war in our state. Keep in mind that if this proposal is defeated, the people that crafted it, believed in it, voted for it, and supported it are still among us and will not stop. In fact, most of them are teaching your children. This is their religion and state control over every aspect of your life, which includes but is not limited to forced sterilization, abortion, and state-controlled birth is part of their endgame. It's their eschatology. I have said at sundry times in diverse manners that politicians on the left or on the right will not save us. Only Jesus can do that. But what evangelicals have missed in the Great Commission is the beginning and the end of it. You know, that part that tells us by what authority we share the good news of the resurrection of Jesus. Namely, that the risen Christ has all authority over the cosmos, and that he sends us out in his 
power, and that after a sinner receives Christ and is baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are to be taught to observe all that Jesus commanded, namely, obedience to the word and will of God. It is true that we are not saved through our obedience, but it is also equally true that we are saved to obedience. Obedience to what? The law of God. Therefore, without teaching the law of God, we have bastardized the Great Commission and have reduced it merely to a profession that effectuates nothing except good feelings on occasion, which is exactly how we've gotten to where we are today. Lastly, for those who love Jesus and are my brothers and sisters in Christ, I would just like to encourage you and to point you to the end of the Great Commission. Quote, and behold, I am with you always, to the end of the age. End quote. We are not fighting in our own power. All nations belong to King Jesus, and every knee will bow before him. This includes our state. Short or long, the victory is ours, and every knee in Michigan will bow to our king. Conclusion May God have mercy on us all, and may he open the eyes of his people. And may he open the eyes of those who are not yet his people to see how violent and disgusting this proposal is. Before you go, if you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe and give us a five-star review, which is very helpful for us. Until next time, demolish strongholds and go cause a little godly trouble.